You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 4. Right back at you, recapping the Atlanta Hawks win over the Detroit Pistons. A very, uh, very interesting game, a game of ebb and flows, but... We're going to recap that game. We're going to get into the usual things that we get into. And, um, yeah, we're going to get into all that, man. So sit back, relax. We are glad that you checked us out. A big part of what we do with, uh, here at the Hawks Beat is on the social media front. So I just want to remind you guys that if you haven't already, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, again, we're putting more and more stuff on our YouTube page. So we're trying to build our subscribers there. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Our Twitter and Instagram is at HawksBeat. Uh, the hub is thehawksbeat.com. So um, did I get all that out the way? Sometimes I run through that and I forget to make sure that, <laughs> that I get it all in there. Um, a bit of news broke after the game last night. Of uh, Just some injury news. Um, the Hawks announced that uh, Anuka Okongwu and Tony, Swell, Tony Snell are now cleared for live contract workout, live contact workout. So um, it appears that uh, the day that we will see those guys is is hopefully sooner than later because now they will be able to uh, participate in those drills and they will uh, hopefully be closer to uh, getting some court time. So that is a good thing for the Atlanta Hawks. So. So once again, Hawks get the victory over the Detroit Pistons, one twenty-eight to one uh, one twenty. Um, Eight-point game. It was uh, 
some ebb and flows in the game. We'll talk a little bit about the recap uh, of the game uh, in segment two. But um, let's pause just a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. And on the other half of this break, we are going to recap the game and revisit some of the keys to the game that I posted uh, before the game. If you're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, we'll be right back. All right, folks, uh, we are back. Hawks take care of the Pistons last night. Just recapping uh, the game real quick. Hawks get the victory 128 to 120. Um, Hawks went 10 men deep in that first quarter, man. Really jumped out on the Pistons early, finishing that quarter 33 to 25. Um, Of those 10 men that played, eight of them scored. Uh, Of course, Trey was special in that first quarter, going for nine points. 4-5 4-5 shooting, and the Hawks shot 61%. Now, that is how you start a game. Uh, this Pistons team was wounded coming in there. They were shorthanded. Uh, they were without Blake Griffin. They were without Derrick Rose. So, um, whenever you're playing a team like that, you really got to jump out on there and get a good um, a good start, and that's what the Hawks did. Uh, second quarter, John Collins picks up his third foul. Another game where he's dealing with the foul trouble. Uh, still adjusting, I believe, to the whole playing with Clint Capella and, and the spacing and everything. But uh, John has to do better with those fouls, man, because you don't want him to be in foul trouble when the bigs are limited. Uh, I thought DeAndre Hunter played really good in that second quarter. Um, Solomon Hill really came out the bench and really sparked the, uh, the Hawks with uh, about, I think he had nine points in that quarter as well. Uh, Bruno Fernando, man, I, I, I put down uh, his name as far in my notes because um, I ride Bruno sometimes, man. I ride him sometimes for, for just doing bonehead stuff, but I thought he had really good minutes tonight. I thought he had really good minutes uh, starting with that stretch when he came in in the second quarter, man. I thought Bruno really gave them uh, some good minutes in that second quarter. So they take a 10-point lead in the halftime, 65-55. Um, but there were still some some glaring needs that that was uh, going on with the Hawks. They were still kind of even though they were winning the rebound battle, uh, Detroit was getting a lot of secondhand points from those offensive rebounds. Hawks were still turning it over just a tad too much for my liking. But um, the third quarter is where the Hawks really started to separate. Um, second <clears throat> second team came down came in, and uh, I'll tell you, man, Rajon Rondo is the story of this game. Uh, Rajon Rondo had a great game. Uh, Bowie come in. Bowie came in. He shot the ball really well. And that second unit, um, for all intents and purposes, man, you can say that that second unit really carried uh, this team to victory because um, without the contributions of Rajon Rondo, Solomon Hill, and Bogey, uh, this Hawks team does not win this game. So uh, throughout the third quarter, you're going into the fourth quarter, I thought, John Collins was relatively quiet going into the fourth quarter, but uh, he comes out pretty decent in in the fourth quarter, Uh, comes out with two offensive rebounds, gets to the foul line, gets a couple buckets. And again, you have to credit Rondo because once he got in there, he was playing with Rondo. And um, I think that that Rondo kind of made a concerted effort to kind of get John Collins going. And to me personally, I think that that is where Trey needs to and I understand that he can't get everybody going, but I mean, just kind of being uh, uh, an under realizing that look, man, John's kind of struggling. Cam's kind of passive sometimes. I need to get these guys going and say, hey, I'm coming to you no matter what, you know, and really getting his guys going. 
I think that that is the next step in Trey's maturation. And I think that's one thing that Rajon Rondo did so good, so good. So um, a lot of ebb and flow in this game, a lot of ebb and flow in this game. But uh, at one point, the Hawks were up by 24. Uh, in the fourth quarter, the Pistons kind of chomped away at that lead. Um, they were up, I think, 14 or 15 before Trey and, and DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella checked back in. And as soon as those guys check in, boom, Detroit goes on another run, cuts it to about five or six or whatever, and really makes it a game. But luckily, the Hawks were able to close it out and uh, come out with the victory, man. So overall, I thought they played well uh, offensively. Uh, I thought they were very poor defensively um, just as a whole. I mean, Yes, you never apologize for the win, but I thought defensively they, they didn't look good at all. I didn't think they looked good at all. Um, again, you're playing a wounded duck team, and this is a game that you kind of have to win. You know, you kind of, you, these are when you want to be a playoff team, these are the games that you have to win. So you're not going to apologize for the win, and, uh, you know, it kind of is what it is. So um, let's go back and revisit the keys to the game. So. One thing that I do now is before each game, I do some keys to the game, man. <laughs> I just uh, I give my thoughts on, it. and sometimes I'll do it in a pregame, um, in a pregame um, live or something like that. But some other times I'll just tweet it. So if you're following, make sure you're following the Hawks beat on Twitter, and you'll see my keys to the game. And let's go back and revisit those keys real quick. Um, let me see if I can find them. It's supposed to be on my, my Twitter timeline. If you're on the Twitters, if you're on the Twitters, <laughs> make sure you follow at Hawksbeat. And uh, here we go. Here we go. Keys to the game. So I had three keys to the game that I want to kind of revisit. Uh, first things first, man, I put down avoid the mental letdown. Um, Pistons were definitely coming in here shorthanded again. No Blake, no D Rose. That's about 30 something points of their offense that they're missing. So Hawks don't need to come out here and, and, and catch a L. Look, man, they're trying to make the playoffs this year. So that means if you are a playoff team, you have to win these games that you are supposed to win. You're at home. They're shorthanded. Take care of these guys. And um, that's what they did. That's what they did. Two, um, second key, value the ball. Um, this can be a key just about every game. But that they did an okay job valuing the ball. Um they still had more turnovers than Detroit. Um, I don't think that the defense was as uh, – defense just wasn't good tonight, man. It just wasn't up there. It, it wasn't good tonight. So, uh, some nights you, your offense is going to be good enough for you to circumvent that. And I think tonight was the case. Uh, dominate the paint. Uh, I said Mason Plumley and Jaleel Okafor or the Detroit Bigs. And J.C. and Clint need to dominate. Now, here's funny because Okafor didn't even play last night. But uh, I would say that the Hawks got dominated in the paint, man. Uh, Plumlee, he, 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 he dominated those guys, man. And the way they hit the offensive boards, I would not call that domination. So I don't think that they they um, they did a good job with that key right there as I get my text messages. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, man, we don't apologize for a win. And uh, it kind of just is what it is. Hawks get the dub 128 to 120. Um, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get into our three segments, the Fab Five, the the Good, Bad, and the Ugly, and the Player of the Game. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 4. We'll be right back. 
This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, folks, so let's get into it. A um, little segment that I call the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, the good for tonight's game, and I'm going to go in a kind of a different direction. I'm going to go Bruno Fernando. I'm going to go Bruno Fernando. Again, like I said earlier, sometimes I ride Bruno for some of the <laughs> some of the uh, things that he does on the court. He can, he can, be, he can make some bonehead plays sometimes. But um, I thought last night in the 11 minutes that he played, I thought that he played extremely well, extremely well. Um, he was a team high plus 18 for the Atlanta Hawks last night. Uh 11 minutes, two for two shooting, five rebounds, five points. Uh, again, plus 18. I thought that Bruno played with some good energy last night. I thought he gave them really good minutes last night. So uh, kudos to you, Bruno. You are the good for tonight. Uh, the bad for me was the defense. Again, I, I think that the defense was much to be desired last night. They had moments. They had moments, you know, where they got a couple blocks and some steals and stuff. But um, you, you – you, it, it just wasn't good last night for me. So that was the bad. And the ugly was the 17 offensive rebounds. Look, man, you gave up 17 offensive rebounds uh, to the Detroit Pistons without Blake Griffin. Right? I mean, I know you're missing some of your bigs. And I know that lineup when you go small, when you have DeAndre Hunter at the four, uh, it, it poses some rebounding issues. But those are some things that you got to sort, sort out, you know. Luckily, you got the win, but uh, those are some things that you, that you got to sort out. And hopefully with Tony Snell coming back, with uh, the Congo kid coming in, that maybe they can uh, maybe be a little stronger down low. But that's something that you got to fix, man. That's something that you have to fix. So uh, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly as far as my Fab Five. Now, if you're just... Uh, tuning into the show if you're just catching on to the show the fab five is where i just give you uh the best five players for the hawks that night so uh again every night it's not just going to be the starters or you know the top five scores it's going to be the best five guys who i saw on the court that night so of course uh we're going to start things off with trey trey had a a good night let me see if i can pull up uh, his stat sheet but uh, Trey's going to do what Trey does, 29 points, 6 assists. I would like to see that assist number get a little bit higher. Um, 6 assists, 3 three turnovers. Um, I thought Trey played a, a fairly efficient game, but uh, I, I want to see that I want to see that assist number knocking on 10 every night. I think that this team is talented enough that he, he needs to be near that 10 assist, um, that, that mark every night. That's kind of just the expectation I have for him. <laughs> Uh, next to Trey, I got Rondo. Uh, Rajon Rondo was excellent tonight. He was excellent in 15 minutes, 12 points, eight assists, and that doesn't even go into talk about the the importance of just him on the floor, leading, getting guys into places, and his leadership and just everything that he brings uh, to the table as well. 
my third guy is Bogey. I thought Bogey shot the ball extremely well. Probably his best game as a Hawk during the regular season. Uh, got 30 minutes, uh, 17 points. He was 6 to 10 shooting. Made five threes, five or seven for them from downtown. So, uh, and, and another thing about Bogey, man, he had five assists. You know, don't sleep, don't sleep on that. You know, the Hawks. I thought one of the things that they did well was move the ball. I think they had thirty something assists. But um, Coach Pierce talked about that in the pregame. I mean, in the postgame, about how well they moved the ball, um, getting those assists. So that is big too. Um, so who do I got? Trey, Rondo, Bogey, uh, Solomon, Solomon Hill, 20 points, four for eight shooting. Of course that four for eight was all threes. <laughs> Solomon gets in there and he just, yo man, he YOLOs bro. Like he don't care. Like he, he, he sees himself as instant offense, but again, the leadership of the vets, man, coming in there, not afraid to take these shots, knocking them down, salute to Solomon Hill, man. He's part of my Fab Five tonight. And the last guy rounding things out for me is Clint Capella. Clint Capella, uh, I thought he was just, I mean, he only played 20 minutes, but I thought that he was solid. I thought that he was better than John. I thought that, um, I mean, I, and I could have gone Bruno here, but I thought that Clint was pretty solid. I thought he had a better second half than he did in the first half, but uh, overall, I thought that Clint was very solid. And my player of the game is uh, Rajon Rondo, man. Again, without Rondo, you don't win this game. Um, the leadership that he had and, and that second unit when that lead got up to, like, I think 24, I think that he it was that unit that he was anchoring that was uh, a part of that that run during the third or during the third and fourth quarter um just played excellent tonight it was good to see him knocking down long threes you know dishing the ball throwing alleyoops to cam throwing alleyoops to to collins so you want to preserve him you want him to make it through the season and hopefully his body will hold up and uh he will be good to go so um let me see if there's anything else I missed, man. I think I got it all up in there. <laughs> I think we got it all in there. Hawks get the W, 128 to 120. Next up for the Hawks are uh, two games versus the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to play Brooklyn on Wednesday, and then they're going to play them again on, I think it's Friday. or Let me see. Wednesday and Friday. Both of those games are 730. Uh, so make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. So, because we usually live tweet the games, and uh, we'll give you keys before the game and hit you with the post game after the game. So, uh, again, this has been the Hawksby Podcast, Season Seven, Episode Four. Thank you so much to for subscribing to the pod. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube. And uh, like we always say, man. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love, because that's all he's showing you. L-O-V-E, love. Peace. We out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.